Life After the LC on Beat. Right, it is time for our Life After the LC segment and uh, on Thursdays we do something a little bit differently and it's called our LC Stories and uh, we just have a chat to people about quite literally that, their life after leaving secondary school and uh, with me in studio now, well, between Perspex Glass of course, <laughs> is the one and only Miss Judy Gartland from Sunday's Top 7 at 7. How are you? Good girl, I miss you. It's been so long, it hasn't has. it? And there's literally just a pane of glass between us but you know what, it's great seeing you in person. It's so weird. <laughs> I feel like um, it's like one of those TV screens that we can kind of see each other but yeah. it's like it's like are you, I can't touch you I'm, are you real like, it's literally like you're through a screen like my phone as usual so I'm like yes. but girl I missed you I'm so excited to be on air with you I'm like oh my god it has been ages and tell me like how, obviously it's been so long how has been like lockdown and everything for uh, you you know what I, gen- I know I'm only 22 but but actually we turned 22 in lockdown but I feel like genuinely a new person like I genuinely obviously I'm so sad that it happened but yeah. taking the good from it I feel like it's taught me like a life lesson in the sense that it's like you know what YOLO as cringe as that is like <laughs> literally live every moment and just realise that the people around you are so important yeah. like you experience so many things with your loved ones and like your friends your family everyone like they're the most important people and that's why I'm, I'm grateful we like I'm coming out of this okay Do yeah. you know what I mean it's so true, like, because even I was saying um, before that, like, it was this moment that looking at the COVID-19 pandemic, every single person in the world was in the same situation mm. that you're stuck at home and you're bored off your head. But it was also that moment in time that you're never going to get again because mm-hmm. it was a moment where everybody can pause and choose to improve themselves yes. and come out of, like the house a different person once they leave and a lot of people are doing that and you can see it and it's so it's so good to see it online because there's so many positive things happening and it's it's great that's so you know what that's what I mean take the 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 good out of it should I say and yeah use it to literally improve yourself as a person Mm. that's why I genuinely it's just it's so crazy seeing people again you know even going to McDonald's it's like we're being reborn again that I'm like I haven't had this in so long but I know I love it so I know I'm so excited for it it tastes just that little bit better oh it does oh oh, god oh I really want one now (laughs) just say that so tell me Julie of course um, with the Life After the LC segment what we do is we chat about uh, Life After Leaving cert, Woo-hoo. pretty much. And so it was a couple of years ago now at this stage that you did your leaving cert. When was yeah, it? 2017. So three years ago, I did my leaving cert. And honestly, it feels like yesterday, but also a million years ago, if I'm honest. But you know what? It was a nice year. I was in Newtown and Waterford. And honestly, I loved it in the sense that I think with... Obviously, I knew I wanted to get into broadcasting and stuff. So, you know, I did appreciate that because I, I did my work experience in WLO or mm-hmm. whatever when I was in fourth year. So I realised from then that I wanted to get into it. So I think the one thing that I'm very appreciative was that I enjoyed sixth year. Yeah. You know, because I think with sixth year, there's obviously so much anxiety and stress. And oh, by God, I had the anxiety and stress. But I think I I was definitely very sociable. I like socialising, I did. Um, but you know what? It was It's one of those things that I look back on. I'm like, whoa, it seemed like the, the end of the world at the time. Mm-hmm. But life goes on regardless of how you do. It's the be all and end all oh. when you're in sixth year. And then it goes into... Say even six months later, you look back and go, "Okay, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually grand. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm fine. Why did I worry so much? Absolutely. That's again why, as I say about the pandemic, people around you are the most important ones. Like you need positive people to help you go. And luckily in Newtown, like the people there were amazing. Like mm. my career guidance teacher, uh, Miss Keller, she genuinely, I love her so much. She got me through everything. As did the teachers. Like that's the one thing that I'm so grateful for. I think. 
I got to know my teachers on a really nice level. Yeah. They knew me for me because, like, they're all, you know, like, I'm not the biggest studier, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's not my strong point. But they, you know, they helped me and I really genuinely owe a lot to them. And that's why, again, looking back and even seeing, like, the students now, it's nice to see that, like, you know, they're enjoying, hopefully, their experience. But mm-hmm. again, with the pandemic, it's a really weird one for the class of 2020 where they're not getting to experience the way we all did. Yeah. So none of us like can understand, but at the same time, it's something they'll never forget ever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. So tell me, like, when you left secondary school, um, in your mindset, was it that you were going to go into college or mm-hmm. um, a college of further education straight mm-hmm. away? Or was your idea to try and get into the workforce straight away? Honestly, I, w- I thought I was going to do a degree. Like, my mind was set that I was going mm-hmm. to college in the UK. I was like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to England. And I looked at a place in Manchester and Canterbury. Like, me and my dad travelled over like we made the effort to go and Canterbury I was like you know what I love it here and then I got accepted there uh, with a conditional offer which means that as long as I got the mini- minimum grades mm-hmm. I was accepted into the course so I was buzzing this is probably like March of 6th year and then as the months were going on I knew that I wanted to do broadcasting obviously and yeah. that's the course that I was going to do there but I was kind of like I would like to move away in the future regardless so maybe you know start here first in mm. Ireland um, and then by the time it was August my mind has completely changed I was like <laughs> I'm not going there um, I thought I was going to go to Dublin for college and do a PLC I attended there for I'd say a week and I was like this is not for me mm-hmm. and you know what my parents thank God they are, and my family they're so supportive they were like you know what if you're not feeling it go on to the next thing you know obviously yeah. I, I gave it a go but I just knew in my gut I was like no like when I've my mind made up this is one of my traits when I've my mind made up it's made up I'm not doing it um, but then I started doing an on, uh, internship in Dublin mm. and you know what that was it really taught me about like the workforce and that's when I started realising okay I can learn and like build my way up for this too yeah um everything worked out i know i'm like i know i'm sitting here being like acting like i'm 60 years old but like (laughs) you know what i mean everything worked out really randomly and i'm very happy sitting in the seat right now of where i am even though i didn't actually technically do a degree either because i think there's a lot of pressure put on that you know so tell me like with the plc then what was what do you remember the time that you went okay this isn't for me like do you remember the specific moment of you saying how am I going to tell my parents that I don't want to do this course? Honestly, when I walked in the first day, something in me just went this. Like, I know you should like give it a chance, which, you know, I did. And for some people, I know a week is very short. But for me, I know instantly if I click or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of into the first, like, I'll be honest, I'm very close to my parents. So the first evening I was like, look, I don't know how I'm feeling. But they were like, maybe it's because I've never lived away from home before. Yeah. Maybe you're just finding it difficult that way. And I was like, OK, maybe. And then as the days went on, I just found that even with my, my classmates, they were lovely people, but I just even didn't click with them because a few of them, didn't want to be there yeah and I found that it was again a media course um it would be hard working on projects with them and stuff like that and I was kind of like look I can even put this on hold I can even um refer or like you know take the year out and even come back next year and yeah. do it so my parents luckily I'd say day five I I said it to them and they were wow. like if you're yeah they were like if you, we sat down they weren't gonna let me just quit yeah we sat down we spoke about it weigh the pros and cons and again I had Miss Kelleher from 
Nuta and she was talking like you know she was helping me as well but I didn't just mm. quit I had a game plan I was like if I'm leaving I am going to do this that and the other I'm not just going to drop out and have no idea of what I'm doing yeah because I think that's so important of that's a really cool thing I didn't yeah. know that and so tell me when you made that decision what was your game plan then what was your idea of okay I'm not going to come back in on Monday, yeah. but there's a reason why not. Yeah, so randomly enough, I was on my phone scrolling and I saw on an ad on Instagram that Goss.ie were hiring and they are an entertainment website and I always read them and I was like, wow. So funnily enough, went, applied for the job within like 24 hours, was in for an interview, got the job and that I knew I was working there and as well as that, I was doing two courses anyway in Dublin. Mm-hmm. I was doing, it was a television production, direction and presenting course with the Park Studio and I was also doing um, a school of radio as well yeah. up there, which was fun. Um, so I knew I had those anyway. But yeah, it, it was a definitely a difficult decision. Didn't mm-hmm. take it lightly, like, you know, but I think having those definite plans were nice. Do you yeah, know? something that... Um isn't often spoken about when it comes to uh, moving into the workforce straight away because now in 2020, you don't necessarily have to have um, an education when it's a third level education, you know, a full degree if you have the experience to back yourself up instead. And um, something, a way that you can get that is working for free. And I know sometimes um, it's like, oh, why would you do that? But it's yeah. also a way to get into that. And for you, that's how you started working yeah. um, in the media industry. Yeah. How did you find that working up in Dublin and not having a wage as well? I know it must yeah. have been tough. Like It was. You see, the thing was, it was tough. Absolutely. And that's why I thank my parents so much. They helped me so mm. much with that. But because I knew I loved what I was doing and I knew that I was even gaining confidence and I was gaining experience and I was getting to meet like these celebrities that I would have, you know, looked up to and got to interview and all this, that. I was like, you know what? I, I really do appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it was tough. Like, if with anything, it is tough and it was outside of my comfort zone. But I was like, just push yourself. You'll be fine. Um, and obviously having people around you just to be like, okay, you can relax a little bit or you're doing grand. But I, I will admit that on my mental state, in general, dropping out of college was tough. Like, it was yeah. definitely something that was was hard. And I don't think people really like mention it especially on social media when people you know are going into their first year of college or in general in September everyone's putting up their pictures having a great time Mm -hmm. and someone is there like I don't want to be here and they're like what's wrong with me no one's going to put up their their bad moments that's the thing and that's why I knew that I felt like I spoke to my friends and that's why I'm so grateful to have my friends Um, but you know it was hard like that's something that um, Orla actually spoke about uh, Orla Rappel from the Sunday Grill who was also one of your teachers as well in a course that you decided to do then um, only last year or the year before but she had said that when she moved up to Dublin um, she felt that it just wasn't for her but it was more so the social pressure of what are other people going to think about me? Mm-hmm. And that she for like she asked her family, could she please, please stay up in Dublin and stay up there just so that she wasn't the person that dropped out and came yeah. back home. And I think that sometimes that's the worry that is in the back of people's minds that even when they're heading into college this coming September, that the worry is, oh, if I don't like it, what are other people going to think? Yeah. And it's something that... It, it's tough to get over. Yeah, and it's such a, you're at such a vulnerable age too. But I think you have to remember, everyone cares about themselves. No one really cares about you, not in a bad way. <laughs> I don't mean like that. But at the end of the day, everyone is so caught up with what they're doing and how they're going on and blah blah blah. blah. Like focus on yourself because at the end of the day, when you look back 
when you're older, you'll be like, I'm so proud of myself because I learned a lesson and I learned that, you know what, I'll do what I want and how I'm feeling mm-hmm. with the support of your parents or someone, your guardian or someone. Because um, especially like that's the one thing I think that kept me in Dublin especially was that I had my accommodation for the year. So I was like, I might as well make the most of this because as we know, accommodation in Dublin is not cheap. Yes. Um, so I was like, I'll make the most of this and I'll see what I can get out of Dublin as, as much as mm. I can. And then when I was finished there, I, I was there for a few months and I finished my radio course and my TV course. I moved back to Waterford, worked with WLR and loved that so much. I was in their promotion team and I also like, did videos and stuff. And again, I was learning new skills, but this time I was getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, thanks to my experience in GOSS because that's what I was doing there. So I was able to present that to WLR. And yeah, loved that. Then did the broadcast course with Beat and WLR and WIT. Love that again. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Met very similar like-minded people with yes. it uh, who are still literally in my life together today like as in some of them like you work with whatever. Um, and then Orla was actually my lecturer there too. Oh my <laughs> God, she's my lecturer twice. That is so funny. Um, and then when I was finished that I moved over to Beat and again worked in promotions and then within I think it was just under, I think it was like nine months then I got my show in Beat and I absolutely loved that because mm-hmm. I was absolutely buzzing. Um, that was like January, January I got the show in March I started, you know, training and all. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, I decided that September, so this is September 2018, um, I was like, maybe I should go to college. Maybe I will. And funnily enough, this is so bad. Like I sound like such a, like a, confused person but I promise it all works out I went to college for a day I went to WIT for a day and then I was like oh this is not for me at all and then within 48 hours I was enrolled in another course in Dublin a PLC it was called um, Media Production in the Liberties College and Orla was actually my lecturer Um, so it was really lovely having her up there as well and it was definitely an amazing experience like it was a proper full-time course it was Monday to Friday Mm. 9am till it could be in like any time of the day because we were doing a documentary so we could be filming at night but again I loved it and it was it was a really nice thing to do too you know? yeah do you think that you know when you look back at it obviously it's only been a couple of years um but when you say like okay you, college didn't work out for you a couple of times but it was trying and trying yeah. again and once you got to the college uh when you were it was the liberties wasn't it yes. was that you were in yeah and um that you had like a, a person, you yes. had a mutual friend that no matter what, you still had Orla to look at and to, to be with at the end of the day. Yeah. If if all went wrong, you yes. still had that helpful person. And I think it's sometimes when you move away, and I know a lot of people when we're in like Waterford or the Southeast <laughs> say, oh, moving up to the big city, being Dublin. Yeah. But it is true. Yeah. When you're moving from being in a secondary, primary school, secondary school, yeah. and then you're moving up to a county where you don't know anybody, yeah. it's good to have that one person Absolutely. to be with. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the one thing I'll say. It was amazing having Orla going into class or even like, you know, if I couldn't get in contact with a lecture or anything, she was, Orla was amazing. Like, oh my goodness. And I wouldn't have known about that course other only for her. Um, and I made some of my best friends in that course. There was, you know, it was a small enough course, but to this day, talking to them this morning, you know what I mean? Like, it's so lovely because, mm. again, like-minded people. Um, and even I found with my accommodation in Dublin, my flatmates got on with them and 
the manager of my accommodation, she was always at reception and I was like to her, look, I'll be honest, I don't know much about Dublin. Dublin scares me. Yeah. Like it really does. I don't know that much about here. Uh, how do buses work? And she she laughed and I was like, no, no, I mean, how do buses work? Like I'm from the countryside. I don't really get the bus. Like, um, and... She was like, okay, before you get off, you have to press the button. And I was like, you know what? Thank you so much because I didn't yeah. know that. Like, I didn't know that. Um, but I don't think it's something to be ashamed of because at the end of the day, most people, like a lot of people in Dublin aren't from Dublin. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of students from all over the world who are learning their ways too. And you know what? It's funny to look back on now because I'm like, oh my goodness. And boss, <laughs> it's an experience. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because you were in Dublin too, like for, well, like um, doing your fucking... <laughs> What's it called? That masters of yeah. mine, yes. That's what I mean. Like, do you know, how did you find when you were going up there for it? Yeah, I think when I was going up at the beginning, I, you see, I went down a different route of I was older. Yeah, so that's fair. I started my masters when I was, I'm going to say, 23. Yeah, and it was more so that I remember not being happy in the job that I was and not being happy with the decision that I made for my degree. Yeah. and going one day it just clicked of going, you know what. I'm going to do what makes me happy because yeah. who who am I preventing this from? Yeah. Who am I stopping like their own happiness? Only my own. So like, why not give it a go? And so I went up, I was commuting back and forth. Yeah. But it's so true. You go up to Dublin for the first time and it's a very different thing. It's, well, it doesn't have to be Dublin. It could yeah. be Any, going anywhere. to, it could be going up to, I don't know, let's say Westmead. Yeah. And, anywhere know. that you're not familiar with, like literally mm. anywhere in the country. It could be half an hour away, but you might know the town or whatever it's still scary like it's still an experience especially when you're on your own if you're living at home like there's a lot of elements to it that are Mm -hmm. very scary and I think at the end of the day out of your comfort zone but remember we're so lucky to be in the 21st century with mobile phones that if we have any issue at all we can ring someone or you know at the other end of the phone my mum always says that I'm at the other end of the phone and it means the world because no matter it's still to this day I could be here and I'm like "Uh, mum what do I do do you know what I mean like it's still it's just a nice like relaxing (laughs) Thing, it's so you know? true that's so even uh, my mother uh, her mum passed away when she was like 19 or 20 but yeah. now even though she still goes mammy when she needs something she goes Aww. oh mammy and that's why it's so true having yeah. somebody at the other end of the phone it's always very very important I suppose um, looking now at the class of 2020 and they're heading into college for the first time or heading into the workforce for the very first time. Yeah. Looking back on your last couple of years, what advice would you give to somebody who is a little bit unsure? Because, yeah. of course, it's it's the social norm to mm-hmm. head to college. Yeah. And for yourself, it didn't work out no. the first couple of times. Absolutely. And it's okay that it didn't. Yeah. What advice would you give to somebody that might be in that situation and might be heading to college knowing that they don't think it's for them. The first thing I'll say is everything happens for a reason. I did not plan one element of what I did in the last three years. I did not plan. And obviously it is nice to have a plan, but never, ever, ever say I have to do every single thing on this plan because you might not be happy. Um, trust the process. Like, as I said, literally dropped out of college, but I got a job. I, I'm literally sitting in here today with my dream job right now and I didn't take the traditional route who says maybe in the future will I don't know but at the end of the day trust the process and just believe in yourself because if you want it bad enough I know there's all these cheesy cringy quotes around <laughs> the place but they're so true if you want it it'll happen if you if your literal heart can like make it up and you know believe it then you can achieve it like nothing is impossible like you know what I mean every single person in whatever industry you want to go was in your position once and they're 
they're there today and you're well able to do it yourself too you know what I mean yes be grand <laughs> brilliant Julie be grand that is the moral be of the grand. story be grand <laughs> I love it Julie Garland thank you very much for coming in and having thank a chat you. of course uh, this full interview will be up on beat102103.com uh, for the full chat sure Woo-hoo. why not <laughs> um, thank you very much and I'll talk to you on Sunday yeah. as well for the top 7 at 7 cool I'll talk to you then <laughs> Life After the LC on Beat 102.3